welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast. Former athletes, if that's you out there, you have found the right place. In this podcast, we interview phenomenal former female athletes on their journeys out of sport and into the next chapters of their lives, chasing their dreams while always still embodying the athlete mindset. Because I think once we're an athlete, we're always an athlete. I'm your host, Bethany Crouch, former competitive and collegiate gymnast of 15 years turned athlete advocate professional, and I'm so happy you're here. Please engage with this community on Instagram at HerSportsStory, and enjoy the show. Her Sports Story listeners, thanks so much for tuning back in. This marks season two of the Her Sports Story podcast, which if you were a consistent listener, you noticed that there weren't podcasts for three months. And that was me totally regrouping, and I'll do a solo episode on that as a little bit more to why. However, today to kick off the season two, we have Deborah Sexton. Deb is a former club teammate of mine, and she is just a phenomenal person. Even as a young club gymnast, I always looked up to her. Her spirit, her drive, her way of living life, I just totally idolized her. So it's so cool now as grown-ups to, to talk about the journey and to really hear about her collegiate athletics experience and then becoming a mom and that transition to now hosting a Fit for Mom group in her home, uh, current hometown, where she hosts up to 30 women, uh, 30 mamas doing group workouts, which totally fits Deb. But she's wonderful, which you'll grasp from this podcast. If you want to connect with her, I will put her Instagram in the show notes. So feel free to reach out. She's awesome. But until then, please enjoy this episode with me and Deb Sexton. Deb, thanks so much for hopping on with the Her Sports Story podcast today. I am so excited to talk to you because we have gosh I don't really know I must have been like 10 years old yeah when you I were really little I know yeah. yeah so we did club gymnastics together and you were always someone that I looked up to you're like one of the the older girls I'm like wow she's so good and yeah I just remember watching your journey and always being inspired by you and um, you're such a great role model for me and even everything that I've followed you know, over Instagram over the years and being a mama too. So thanks so much for being here. Well, thanks. That was so nice. Yeah. I'm super excited to be here. So we are going to kind of dive in. But the first question that I am starting to ask now is what is one of your favorite sports memories? <clears throat> um. I think like the my my favorite memory is one that 
I had like a very big like aha moment and it kind of like hit me and I've remembered it forever and I've kind of like taken it with me throughout life and just like other aspects of life. And it was when I was a freshman in high school. It was my first year level 10 gymnastics and um, I remember qualifying to JO um, Olympic Junior Nationals and I was at the practice day, like just training. And I remember like Lisa and I, Lisa was our club coach mm-hmm. and she was with me on the beam. And I remember we were like looking around and I just like, was like, so like, I couldn't believe I was there. And I thought everybody was so good. And I was kind of like, I felt like, oh my gosh, like I don't belong here. Like everyone here is so good. Like, mm-hmm. this is so crazy. I'm here. Like, I don't know. I just said that to Lisa and Lisa was like, Debra, you are just as good as all these people. Like you've earned your place here. Like you are, if not better than them. And I don't know why I had not like thought I was like good enough until that moment. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. I am, I qualified here just like everyone else did. And our team won first place too. So it was true. Like we, I was just as good, if not better than all those people. And I like did not know that at all. Like for some reason took me all the way until I was 14 last meet of the season to like know that about myself. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy. I like remember exactly where I was and with Lisa and yeah, I don't know. I just went into every meet with way more confidence after that. Like even not with gymnastics, just whatever it it was that I was doing. I just had more confidence. Wow. Too cool. I mean, I think that there's so many moments in sports where, where we have those almost like life realizations Uh and, you know, just hearing that that is how you may have felt like, and me being, you know, a younger gymnast looking up to you never, ever would have like, yeah, right. I know. Um, but that's so cool. And I think we all have kind of those, those pivotal kind of mindset shifts and yeah, that definitely seems like one of them for you and probably how you went through carried not through your, not only your gymnastics career, but through life as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So cool. Well, let's kind of like backtrack a little bit and talk about your sports story, like getting into gymnastics and where that kind of eventually led you. Yeah. So I started gymnastics when I was three. My mom said that I just could not sit still. I was just bouncing off the walls, bouncing on all the furniture. So she just like, was like, go get your energy out. She put me in gymnastics. I lived in Reno at the time and, um, I just loved it. And I just was, you know, like I was naturally really good at it. And, um, there was a time though, like, I think I was in like soccer, swimming and gymnastics. And my mom was like, mm-hmm. pick one thing. Like, this is too much. Your schedule's crazy. And I think that was probably like third grade-ish. And I was like, I like gymnastics the best. So stuck with gymnastics. And my sisters all were in the same boat. And I was the only one that really like stuck with gymnastics. They just, it wasn't for them. So I just continued doing it. And I went, I skipped level six which is kind of weird. Like people don't usually <laughs> skip a compulsory level, but I did. I think I did. Then, I did like two beats and then yeah, we, like you yeah. test out or something. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, yeah. And then I, by the time I was in junior high, I was getting up before school, going to technique and training with like the elites to do the junior, junior elite compulsory uh, mm. routines. And I was like nuts. I think I was getting to gym at like five in the morning and I 
I did that for a little bit and I was just thinking to myself, this is like not fun anymore. I don't like this. It's crazy. It's strict. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And I, Lisa and I, and you know, Mark and Tara, we all talked about what exactly my goals were. And I knew in my heart, like I was not going to the Olympics. That was not like, like people always ask you, did you want to go to the Olympics? And I'm like, actually, no, I never really did. Like I knew from a pretty young age that that was not what I wanted. And I, I wanted to do, you know, level 10 and get a college scholarship. And that was my goal. So, um, stopped going to those early morning classes and, um, Lisa and I like came up with a really good plan. She was like really, um, supportive of me, like doing other things other than gymnastics. Like I did youth group stuff. I went to school dances. I left gym early if I got in my numbers and, so my relationship with like Lisa and Tara and Mark was like really, really good. Like we understood each other. We knew, they knew how I worked. I knew what to do and to meet the goals, to get what I needed to do to move on to, you know, the next thing we were doing. But um, yeah, so I think I decided to go to college in Seattle. I loved Seattle. Found Seattle Pacific University, a super small college, which I loved. I knew that I needed to go somewhere small. Like, so um, I actually looked into Cal Berkeley and Cal and SPU were like so polar opposite of each other that yeah. I like knew for sure that I wanted to go to SPU. And so I went there on a scholarship and um, competed all four years there. Had a different experience there. My head coach there was like nothing at all. Like club Um, club mm -hmm. coach she she just like didn't understand me was I don't know I felt very misunderstood I didn't feel appreciated I felt like she she lumped everybody together like everybody Mm -hmm. had to do the same thing and to get the same results and I didn't feel that way and I I I don't know I just had a really hard time with her and after my freshman year I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay there but I loved my friends I loved my teammates I really, I mean, I loved it besides that, right? (laughs) So I decided to stay and I stuck with it, but, um, I actually ended my career at, um, our last meet. I hurt my back doing something on beam. I finished the routine. I remember I felt something like weird happen and I was like high-fiving my teammates and I'm like, something's wrong with my back. But I was like the anchor on beam. I was the last one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I finished. I feel like everyone was kind of just like, we're done, we're done. Yay. And like, I was kind of like not being heard. Like I was like, something's wrong with me. And like, we were sitting down and waiting for awards and I just like, it tightened up. And like, by the time I got home that night, I could not even move. And we had, that was the day one. So that was preliminaries. And then we had the next day was team finals. And then we had individual finals but when I got to team finals like I couldn't I could not do anything like I was in so much pain I was trying and I was crying Mm -hmm. and yeah I remember just my coach being like you're done like you're done and she just like had no sympathy Uh and she just didn't have anything nice to say and she just like it was like I was dead to her and I remember like seeing my mom and just like crying Mm -hmm. and like Cause that is not like at all how I expected everything to end. And yeah, it was rough. And then I had to finish up just by cheering everybody on, which Mm -hmm. everybody did great, but that was like really rough. Oh yeah. I like choked up even talking. Isn't it funny how like sport does that? I mean, for you, it was a part of your life since age three. 
Yeah. So it's so much a part of our like being and our soul and our heart. And I don't think we always realize like how much, I mean, I think we do when we initially leave, um, that obviously we're going to miss it and it's going to be different. But I think as we even become like adults, it's so much more, I don't know, it's so much more like closely rooted to our hearts. And even like you talking about like our club coaches and like yeah. our club coaches were pretty phenomenal and all, all the people. And it's so interesting. Like when you go through club gymnastics and then you get to the college level and your coaches change. And you know, that's of course when you realize and appreciate how much your yeah. how awesome your club coaches were Yeah, uh, because you know, you've been with them that coaching style for gosh, almost, over 10 years yeah so yeah it's just it's a it's really special I think to go back and like reflect and appreciate and then to and I think this is so important that you bring up kind of like how you ended your sport because I think there are so many athletes that end their sport not at all in the way they wanted to right and and how do you deal with that emotionally because I think sometimes we fantasize, right? Like our last meet or our senior year, and it's just going to oh, yeah. be amazing. And then something happens and it's not. And you have to like totally process all of it. So after, you know, kind of like team finals and all of that, and you knowing like that was it and that's how I ended my sport, like how was that transition after? Did you graduate? That yes. Yeah. yeah, I graduated, which um, I, for me, like college was very like being a student athlete. That mm-hmm. was like hard too, because you're just on such a fast track pace to graduate. Yeah. That you don't have like any really wiggle room to like change your mind and like mm-hmm. change your major and like decide what is really the right direction for you. And I also picked my college based off of gymnastics, not off of like, mm. what do I yeah. want to be when I grow up? And because I didn't even know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So it was like, I'm going for college and, or I'm going to college for gymnastics. And like, right. then when that ends, you're just like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. And I got my degree in interior design and I pretty much felt like my senior year right around probably when gymnastics was finishing up and I was like in my very last quarter I was just like I don't really think I'm gonna be an interior designer like I (laughs) don't really know what I'm doing and um yeah so I got my degree in that but I I've never used it I mean I use it for for fun like I'm pretty good at it but I've never Mm -hmm. like I've never like worked for anyone or anything like that so it's taken me a while to figure out like what I'm going to be, you know, I kind of just graduated and moved on and found jobs that I got a job in retail that you just needed a, a degree to qualify for the job. So I just took it cause it was like good health benefits and yeah, all that stuff. But I mean, it was retail, so it was like not fun. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of difficult being around difficult people. And, um, I, I mean, that kind of brings me back to, to dealing with my really difficult head coach mm-hmm. in college. Like, I had to deal with really difficult people in retail yeah. also, and mm-hmm. it was very, like, similar. Um, I guess I, I mean, what I kind of took away from all that was just, like, 
you know, like, how am I, how can I not be like this? Like, how can I be more sympathetic and relatable and understanding to other people? Like, you're treating them as individuals. And that has helped a lot, too, with just being a mom and, like, making mom friends. And, you know, you're in, like, a whole nother chapter of life where you're dealing with a whole nother level of people who are, like, judgmental and, Mm -hmm. like, picky and, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. It's like you go through all these little like chapters and you deal with these people and then you look back and you're like, hmm, like, (laughs) yeah, how can I use this and apply it to my life in a good way? Right. I know. It's so true. Because, you know, I think back to like my college gymnastics experience and I got injured like serious. I was never like seriously injured through club at all. And then either. Yeah, and then got to uh, freshman year and had stress fractures in my shins and, like, couldn't even tumble. It was crazy. So I, like, redshirted my first year and then barely competed my sophomore and junior year. I did four and bars. Um, okay. But I, ended, I walked away after tearing my uh, labrum and rotator cuff like my junior year. And I was just, I was done. I had like a great, I guess, kind of like last routine and where I knew I was done, but I don't think, you know, I I hadn't really told a bunch of people that I wasn't coming back. So I ended early. And so it was this really like interesting experience where I'm like, wait, was that how that was supposed to go? (laughs) And and then you just roll with it. Right. And then you're like, okay, well that's life. And I'm just going to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now I work, I get to work with college athletes and I think it make, my experience in college makes me relatable to the athletes that I work with who are injured, you know, who are experiencing like the, the challenges sometimes with coaching changes or being in a new place or new school and new teammates. So mm-hmm. you know, I think it definitely, our journey serves a purpose and and I think when once we like reflect and go back, we can we always can find like that lesson. We're like, oh, that's why you know that happened because now, like I know this yeah, about myself, and and you're helping others who yeah. are in a similar position where they feel like they don't know what to do or right return to kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yep. Yeah, and it's just you know I bet even kind of through being a mom too uh, and going through sometimes I imagine like self-doubt are we doing this right or like this is crazy but I love them all so much yeah you know honestly like being a mom like is Uh so hard and you're so tired and it's like always you're always having you're always needed you're always going Mm -hmm. you're not like check out you know and I it honestly it kind of feels like how I felt in college like doing college gymnastics like gymnastics non-stop school gym school gym travel gym like you did not get breaks like sometimes you got Sundays off you know but like it's like growing up and doing that from like age you know like in junior high all Mm -hmm. the way until I was 21 years old yeah and, and I had that break and then I had kids and then it was I felt like oh my gosh like this is just as hard. Like, this is, yeah. this is what it feels like. This is how I haven't been doing anything this hard since college yeah. gymnastics days. And some days, though, 
I'm like, this is actually easier than mm-hmm. what I did right. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, some other moms might say opposite that this is harder, but I feel <laughs> like there are days where I'm like, this is easier than what I did before. And maybe mm-hmm. I've lived through the hardest days of my life already. Like, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do all hope. And uh, like, that's what I think, though. I mean, I think sport provides you with that grit and like resilience as well accompanied with like just life experiences that happen mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. no, I, I can totally see it I mean I'm I'm not a mama yet but just mm-hmm. watching you know my my friends and um, of course hearing all of the stories uh, yeah <laughs> I, I'm kind of like preparing myself right but, <laughs> I think that, yeah, it's so, it's so cool. And so with your kids now, um, do you have them in sports or kind yeah, of active? I, I have them in, I do, there's a place called The Little Gym. Oh, it's yeah. just basically for like little kids. Yeah. And I've actually started all of them in that, like Parker started that before he was even like walking, like just crawling. And it's just like a good, like motor yeah. skills, like, totally. you know, kids patience and how to listen and just how to use their their bodies you know and so they're all in like currently just um Wesley and Blakely are in it right now and they go one or two times a week but I'm not not sure I definitely don't think the boys will be gymnasts but I don't know Blakely might be who knows yeah about she definitely can like go pretty like easily on the beam it's pretty Mm -hmm. crazy to watch that's so cool. Yeah, I know. I think I, like, I have a lot of people ask, like, me and my husband if, you know, we'll put them in gymnastics. And I'm like, well, yeah, in the beginning, because it is such good body awareness and everything. Um, But yeah, it would totally have to be something that that they really loved and wanted to do, because we know the journey through that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, am I really, like, up for that? Right. I know. And being on the other side. I know. I don't know. I feel like my kid might like be so annoyed with me because I'm going to be like watching them like, you're not doing this or you should be doing that. Like, cause yeah. my mom stayed out of it. Like my mom did mm-hmm. not give me advice. She never like forced me. She mm-hmm. was just like, it was all my thing. Like she didn't come with me to all, all the meets. Like it was like, I just chose it. It was like all yeah. my own choice. And so and that makes me nervous about me being like a gym mom because I'm like, oh my gosh, right. it would be so hard for me to just totally stay out of it. I know, right? I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah, I mean, I think that in itself, that next chapter will be like a learning and growing experience on how, you, how you're on the other side of something that you know so much about. Um, just watching them, like it's yeah. scary. It's dangerous. Like, yeah, kind of have to just be like hope. Hopefully that they're, hopefully they know what they're doing. Like, yeah, right. I know. I remember my mom would like, she wouldn't watch my beam routines. Like she would turn away and not watch. And like ask my, whoever else was there from my aunts to like my dad, like what's happening? What's happening? (laughs) That's so funny. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, that's, that is your baby up there. Mm -hmm. Um, so this kind of ties in to, you know, us talking about kids, kind of the amazing thing that you've created being a part of fit for mom. So talk about like how that kind of came to be and where you think it's headed. Okay. So 
growing up, like my sisters and I, we would always talk about doing a business. Like we should have a business. Like, and we always just come up with like random things. Like one time we were like, we're going to have a bakery. And like, of course that never happened, but, um, we like all live in different States, but, um, I just kind of have always had this dream of owning a business and just, just having something that's like mine. Mm-hmm. And ever, ever since I got married, I've been married now almost eight years and I have just been like a stay at home mom mm-hmm. the whole time, pretty much. And, um, I mean that I love, I love that I get to stay home with them. Like that is such a blessing and I love it, mm-hmm. but I've had like sort of an identity crisis with totally. the whole thing. Like, on a whole nother level other than like when you lose your identity, when you're not an athlete anymore, like this was like a whole deeper, like mm-hmm. level, like this took it even further. And it's just like, you sit around and you're like, is this really like what I do all day long? Like I like look around and I'm just like, this is so boring and exhausting. And I know it's important, but mm-hmm. like, who am I? Like, what have I become? Like, yeah. you know, like, so, um, how did I come up with fit for moms? So I, when I was living in Seattle, mm-hmm. there are a bunch of fit for moms there. And somebody told me, Hey, there's a, um, a fit for mom hiring an, a fitness instructor. Like you should totally apply. Cause I, I had been talking about like, I should get into doing, um, fitness, like in group fitness and get certified to be an instructor and like, just do something like little other than just being at home. And, um, actually I think Izzy, or like my best friend Izzy from Techniques, she was like, Deb, you should, I call her, I would call her and be like, I just, my life, uh, what's happening? Mm -hmm. She's like, Deb, you need to go teach some fitness classes. So then like I, I saw Fit for Mom was hiring. I applied for the job, met with the people. And then we were just, we found out we were moving. Mm -hmm. And so didn't take the job, moved to, um, Carmel, Indiana, and I looked it up here to see if there were any, and I was just going to apply to a different one out here, and there just wasn't any. And so mm. I was like, this is my chance. Like, I should just open it. Like, I can own a business, and I'll open it. And um, it's, it's just felt like a, like one thing has, like, perfectly aligned into, like, you know, the stepping stones to get me here to get the business. Like, I called. As soon as I moved here, I called, and... They're like, that's actually a hot spot right now. Lots of people are showing interest. And so that kind of pushed me to feel like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I think we moved into our house in March and I bought the business in May. And then I opened in September. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. Like I wasted no time. Like, and it was good because when you're brand new somewhere, it forced me to immediately start like learning about the area and like reaching out to people and making connections like as soon as I got here and it forced me to just really settle in and make this place like permanently our home mm-hmm. so we we also decided we're not moving anymore else like we're gonna just stay here like we're yeah. settling down kids are getting old enough to be in school like this is it for now so um yeah I worked all summer on, you know, getting all the logistics, like the business license, all the insurance, all the locations, all the, you know, venues, all that stuff. And then I had my grand opening and literally I thought, like, I was so scared. I was like, no one's going to come. What happens? Like, I'm just there. No one shows up. And 
I had, I think, 26 moms come. Wow. And um, really good grand opening. And there was cool, like, vendors. There's a girl there who sells, like, baby yoga clothes. And there was a girl there that's, like, a, a kid birthday party planner and, like, a girl that sells bows and, like, other little, like, local boss moms, you know, that were, mm -hmm. you know, just wanting to be a part of it. So, and that was really fun. And then um, now I have 25 members. And I offer a class called Stroller Strides and a class called Stride 360. And starting in January, I'm offering a prenatal um, class that's just for pregnant moms who want to do strength training. Right now, there's like only yoga. And so this would be the, the first like strength training prenatal class. And then also Stroller Bar. So like a pure bar that's class so where it's like cool. there's Yeah. So, yeah. So there's like all these really fun classes and you bring your kid and your kid gets to watch you work out and you know, your kid is watching you do something for you. That's like a self care act and it's getting you to get out of your house, to meet other people, to, you know, like be a part of a little community yep. of moms. And I remember like right after we opened, I think it was like a few weeks after we opened, I had, out of the, the group that came to my grand opening, I had about like 10 of them sign up like right away. So I immediately had like a big solid class and I was getting to know the girls and their kids and stuff. And I was like thinking to myself, this feels exactly like what it felt like to be on a college gymnastics team. Like I feel like I'm on a team again and I'm like working out and I'm like cheering them on and I'm like doing stuff with them and planning stuff and be we're like a part of our own little team you know yeah and I was like this is what I was meant to do like it doesn't matter that I didn't get a degree in like business or you know right exactly. exercise science or something like that like I am ultimately I come to where I want to be so and I think what I take away the most from that is you don't have to know like the day you graduate college like that this is going to happen. Like you just have to like kind of go with the flow and wait for the right time. And you'll eventually something will happen for you and you'll like, it'll click. It'll mm -hmm. be like, Oh wow. Yeah. I'm here. Made so it. Cool. I'm, I, uh, well, and we were like talking of course, before we could have started recording. And when you started doing that and I was watching it, of course, through Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes perfect sense for Deb. Like, she's <laughs> totally that, that team leader and can, like, have that energy to bring together a group of people. And I just think it's so special because, yeah, as a, as a mom, you're providing them a place to feel good about themselves, to have that connection, um, to do something for them, right? And they know that they're supported because everyone else, you know, I imagine, you know, during class, there's a time where, you know, a little one might start crying or, you know, exactly. and you're all like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Like right somebody's off changing a diaper. Somebody's off like breastfeeding. Like mm -hmm. people's kids are whining and it's like, it's okay. Like nobody's bothered by it. Like yeah. that was something that a lot of moms get really nervous about coming yeah. to their first class because they worry like, what if my, my kid like is, does not want to be in the stroller and they're crying and we're bothering everyone. And it, for one, none of the other moms care. Like it's not bothering anybody else. It's only bothering the, the mom of the kid. And then for two, 
like the kid never is as fussy as you think they will be. Like they're happy, like they're entertained, like they're, we're singing songs, we're blowing bubbles, we're, mm-hmm. we have like a parachute. We do all this stuff to like keep them entertained other than them just sitting there and watching us like work out. Right. Um, I mean, it's fun for them. Oh, so. yeah. Well, so cool. And yeah, like when you reached out to me and kind of said like this, I, this actually feels like being a part of the team again. Like that was so cool because as former athletes, I think for a while we search for something like that or we try to replace what we had. And, and sometimes that doesn't yeah. like immediately exist in, exactly. in the world. Right. And just like you said, you just kind of have to like try different things and go about your life and then recognize when you do have those feelings. And I think it makes such a nice time where like, you look back and like, oh, full circle right now. You know, right. this is so cool. Because right. uh, I mean, I graduated um, like 13 years ago. So it's taken mm-hmm. like this long for me to kind of figure out how I can apply all of that life experience to something that's like meaningful. Right. So, I mean, it takes time. It does. And I think in, in a world, especially like today where everything is so like time light or oriented or, you know, you go to college and people are like, well, what's, what, are, what job what's are you next? doing? Mm-hmm. And then like, what are you going to do? And you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's so important that there really is, there isn't this like perfect timeline and you have to really trust and lean into the process, which is really hard sometimes because obviously there's things that come up in life and you're like, well, why, why this, right. Did this happen. Um, but continuing to lean back on, you know, your intuition and yourself and the trust that you have developed just from, you know, living your life. So yeah, I just, and one is so proud of everything. That oh, thanks. It's just so cool. Um, but, you know, before we kind of like hop off here and I ask you the last question, where can people, you know, maybe follow you on Instagram and, and get connected? Yeah. So um, my regular Instagram account, if you just want to look at me and my kids like doing random Which normal is- day-to-day stuff, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I kind of am like an overshare. Um, that's just Deborah Sexton. Mm-hmm. Just at Deborah Sexton, all lower cases. And then my Fit for Mom is at Car- or at Fit for Mom Carmel. So it's Fit, and then with the number four, Mom mm-hmm. Carmel. And Carmel's just C A R M E L. So awesome. yeah. Well, cool. Well, for our last question, I always kind of, you know, bring this back full circle. We kind of talked about just transition already but if you were to you know share some advice with an athlete who's just or a former athlete who's just kind of like going through that transition part right and it's just like the uncertainty they don't know exactly where they're going they have kind of lost their identity what advice would you have for them so for one I think we like to have a plan. Like everybody likes to have a plan and they want to know what's going to happen next. And for a really long time, that's like what we do. And then that kind of stops. And then you don't have a plan anymore or your plan doesn't go according to plan. I think you have to really, really try hard to just be 
accepting of change. And I know that's like so much harder than said than done, but if you really embrace change and become adaptable, like you will grow so much and you kind of have to just be open-minded to, okay, I need, maybe this is going to take a lot longer than I would like, but I'm going to try to relax. I'm going to try to just keep living my life like every day choosing choosing to find things that are going to make you happy mm, yeah. like constantly stressing about who am I what am I gonna do like you just gotta know like just be a good person be a good friend be a good you know em- employee for the time being and something is going to come to you Right. And you cannot always know what's going to happen next. Like that is not, that's not realistic. (laughs) Yes. So much. Uh, Well, such good advice. I mean, I think from being like a former athlete, there was always like this plan, right? Or like Mm -hmm. there's levels and you go to practice and Mm -hmm. you get stronger. There's always like a formula Mm -hmm. in sports. So yeah, to totally like surrender that. Yeah. Um, and then who knows, you know what, like you're going to find another thing and then you're going to lose that thing. Like, like mm-hmm. then you're going to become maybe a, a mom and then you're going to whole thing's going to happen again. You're going to be like confused and that's life. Like this is going to happen more than once in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you kind of have to just embrace it, I guess. <laughs> like not yeah. that easy, but yeah. no, definitely not. But the I think the good news is, is that like, we're all in it together, right? There's no one that's just like, oh, my life is perfect all of the time. And so it's so cool, you know, from the community that you're creating um, to the Her Sports Story community, like, and any, you know, former athletes kind of going through this, know that you can reach out to myself or Deb just to be like, I am like lost completely because that's a part of it. And so this is, this is your team beyond sports, right? Yes. So, so cool. Well, Deb, it was so fun talking with you. I mean, I I don't even remember. (laughs) I know. Probably when I was a teenager and you were maybe leaving for college or if you came back to visit. I would come see you and you would be working out. Um, no, I think maybe I saw you after you graduated at Technique. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still a long time ago. I know, right? Crazy. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you chatting with me today. Thanks. This was great. It's like therapy. <laughs> <laughs>